I'll say one releases two Zach's, okay? One. Okay. Two. Three. One. <laughs> two. Stop three. One. Two. Three. One. Is the lag really that bad too? It's that bad. Three. <laughs> Is this, are we just, are we, are we spoiled by Mumble? Uh, apparently, yes. Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Thursday, October 26, 2023. We're your hosts, Soundapod, Zach Mayer, and Raul Torres. Say hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, gentlemen. Really, can you be less laggy when you say hi, gentlemen? I'll try. <laughs> can you update your... Make your tubes bigger. Uh, and this, dear listener, is Quest 311. Oh, yeah, baby. Ruli... You selected the topic for tonight. What is the topic? Did I now? Um, so it is. What are the best Simpsons tree horse of uh tree horse tree house of horrors segment? Ah, uh, uh, yes, those old tree horses. horses. Those <laughs> nightmarish <laughs> bastards who come out only at Halloween. Well, no, it's because um, uh, no, because I was thinking right now because I actually tried to watch a couple before we started. The first ones actually weren't called the Tree Treehouse of Horrors. They were just Halloween special. I don't know when they actually started calling oh, really? that. Jesus, you'd yeah. think I'd fucking know that off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, dear listener, this is Quest 311. What are the greatest Simpsons treehouses of horrors is plurals is is. Um, <laughs> but gentlemen, there's another special event going on tonight. We are looking into... each other's eyes we can see each other. well i can see one of you hi ruley uh, hi hey zach you're an asshole i can't see you oh no <laughs> oh hey ra- random comments like no no joke about the premium purchase diamond plan um why does it say recording time left nine minutes and 13 seconds because okay, apparently right. that's how much time we have left okay what? so let's make this quick <laughs> we have nine, nine minutes to do a whole podcast let's fucking roll uh dear listener yeah. we're recording on zoom instead of mumble for the first time we are gonna see just how the fuck this works out um yeah i have no idea but hopefully you know hopefully it'll be fine i'm sure it'll be fine I'm sure it'll be fine all it's right gentlemen take us out of the room yeah oh, it's totally gonna fuck us so gentlemen uh per the usual i took the question i popped it into chat gpt out came the top 10 treehouse of horror segments per chat gpt and spoilers they are all in the 1990s so that wasn't my bias that was the internet <laughs> and the robots bias so the game we're going to play is i have clips from each episode and if you can tell me the name of the segment the name of the treehouse or the year it came out you will win a point if not i'll play this clip over and over hooray <laughs> sweet i've got a one in ten chance yeah, basically. Nineties yeah. episodes. Okay. Treehouse of Horror One. <laughs> Treehouse of Horror One. Which apparently there is no Treehouse of Horror One, so I don't know. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I don't know. The game sounds simple enough. Simple enough. Yeah. All right, let's fucking do this. All right, here is the number ten greatest Treehouse of Horror segment of all time. 
Fooling these Earth voters is easier than expected. Yes, all they want to hear are bland pleasantries embellished by an occasional saxophone solo or infant kiss. Uh, Mr. President, sir, people are becoming a bit confused by the way you and your opponent are, well, constantly holding hands. We are merely exchanging <laughs> all teen strings. If you can are you ready, buzz in? Way, I'd buzz like in. 97? Uh, 96? You were so close. Oh, this was Citizen Kang, Treehouse of Horror 7 from 1996. Kang and Kodos impersonate Bob Dole and Bill Clinton in a hilarious political satire. Uh, I, that, that clip, there's so many clips in this that live rent-free in my brain, and though we are just merely exchanging long protein strings. I fucking love that line. <laughs> and that's the one that ends with the, uh, I voted for the other guy, right? I voted for Kodos, yes. Which is also the name of a band, I believe? Kodos, not I. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Now, I want to say that I saw that episode when it aired, because I actually remember that one. Here's, I voted for Kodos. The band. Never heard this before. Alright, I'm down. I'm down with this. Rocking it. Zach, did you even... Did you even watch Simpsons when you were growing up? I mean, kinda. Yes. <laughs> when I could. Okay, Ruli, this is your time to shine, bro. This, the way Zach had fucking spaceships, you got fucking Simpsons. You got this. I believe in you. Again with the latency. Oh, this is going to be so fucking hard. Oh, no, I have, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. All right, all than... right. Moving on. <laughs> Number nine. Remember, name of the uh, treehouse year it was made or name of the episode or name of the segment, and you win a point. Hey, real quick. Yeah, what's up? Are we supposed to be seeing these clips and no, not no, just no. hearing them? I'm just uh, playing the audio. I, I could share. Do you want me to share the video? It's all good either way. Just checking. Well, hmm, it kind of tells you... Yeah, not always. Yeah, what episode and what season, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Yeah. And dear Just listeners stick with the not going to see anything, so, you know, we can't, we can't let you cheat and know what's going on. This is an you audio. Yeah, like you know what we're talking media. about. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. To stop those monsters, one, two, three. Here's a fresh new way that's trouble free. It's got, it's got Polanka's guarantee. Guarantee void in Tennessee. Just don't look, just don't look. Just don't look, just don't look. Nothing, no one, no one's got nothing. That's got the distinct flavor of 2001. <laughs> Uh, 1995, so we're only Damn. off by six years. Treehouse of Horror 4, Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores. This is where Homer steals the lard lad donut. And it brings well, the mascots, oh, life. mascots yeah. to life. Yeah. I still uh, sing, fun. like, that little a parody of that song to my dog. It's got my Shiba Inu's <laughs> guarantee. Guaranteed he'll Table. go outside and pee. <laughs> just don't lick. Just don't lick. All right. Moving on. Number eight. This, I think, again, this is ChatGPT doing weird ordering. I think this might be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, sketches uh, ever in in uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, if not Simpsons. Like, this this whole episode is fucking hilarious. So, again, here's a clip that lives rent-free in my brain. Ready? I've never been more ready. We did something very bad. Did you wreck the car? No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. 
<laughs> come on, guys. Come on. I'm going to go with 94. Idea? 94. 96. Uh, 1992, you both suck. Fuck. Which, uh, do you even know what this is about? Like, which episode no. this is? No. It's the zombies episode. Dial Z for zombies. Oh, there was like a, there was a couple of zombie ones too, though, right? I mean, yeah, there's. It's been course, running like, for 40 years. Yeah, of no course shit. there's a couple of zombies episodes. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Um, yeah, but oh man, this is one of the classics. And is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? Dad, you shot oh. the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. Oh, so <laughs> many, so many classics. Oh God, fuck. Fine, moving on. Oh Jesus. Are, I never said I was good. I'm, I'm good at coming up with topics. I never said I was going to be good at this. <laughs> All right, I've heard uh, of The Simpsons. I swear. We are burning through this way too fast. Number seven. Here is another clip. But Aquaman, you cannot marry a woman without. Gills? You're from two different worlds. Oh, I've wasted my life. <laughs> oh, I've wasted my life. <laughs> okay, because this one's the other zombie one where they become zombies because of the nuclear waste, right? Yes! I, you know what? We're giving you, we're giving you a point. Because I was confusing that other one, the Raising the Dead one, with that. Because, I mean, again, there's too many zombie ones. Yeah, so this is Homer goes into a bomb shelter, a uh, nuclear bomb goes off, and he thinks he's the only one left. And then, yes, uh, the whole town is actually still... Th- actually, there's a joke that they say they're not zombies, they're something else, but uh, yeah. But then, of course, the, the Simpson family ended up surviving. Anyone? I'll give you a bonus point. Does anyone yeah, that, know that why one's, they survived? That one's easy, all the lead paint in their house. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Just layers and layers of lead paint. Oh, so good. So good. Ruli, you were out to like a one point lead. It's incredible. Zach will never catch up. I will never. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's another one. So, again, if if Dial Z for Zombies isn't the greatest, then this, this might be. I mean, at least it's one of my absolute favorites. Um, oh, God. This one is so, so great. And if you don't know, the minute you hear this, I'm going to be so disappointed in you. Ready? All right, number six. Take this object, but beware, it carries a terrible curse. Ooh, that's bad. But it comes with a free Frogut. That's good. The Frogut is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. That's bad. Can I go now? Come on, guys! Come on! Oh no, no! This, this, this is the the crust. The, the, I'm sorry, the cursed crusty one, right? Correct. It's because I, I, again, I was watching. Um, I was w- seeing the cursed monkey paw one only minutes ago. Yeah, that's why I was kind of misled. I was like, wait, no, is that the other? No, it's it's cursed objects. Another another horror trope. Yes. Um, but I think I think it's actually the same, like little art under, of the guy who yeah. has the cursed monkey paw and has the cursed crusty doll. I think. Yeah, because, only because I was just watching it. So that the Monkey Paw one was season three. Is this is that like season four or five, relatively close to that? Uh, shit, I don't see the season number on here. Streetcar well, Four was, Three, yeah, 1992. So that's probably season five. I don't think they did them always the first two years. Yeah. So yeah, really, we're just kicking ass and taking names. I, I only know plot points. I know nothing about objective facts of <laughs> time and place. All right. Moving on. Actually, to be honest with you, I don't know. Well, this is very obvious if you know the episode, but I'm not sure this one is as well known. Although, 
maybe. Maybe. Let's find out. You guys ready for the next clip? Number five. I give you the jury of the damned. Benedict Arnold, Lizzie Borden, Richard Nixon. But I'm not dead yet. In fact, I just wrote an article for Redbook. Hey, listen, I did a favor for you. Yes, master. John Wilkes Booth, <laughs> the pirate. John Dillinger, and the starting line of the 1976 Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> Anyone? Any guesses at all? No, no, no. I mean, I... I, I... I'll give Zach a moment to guess, but I'm pretty sure I know which episode this is. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, is is this is this the cursed donut episode where he makes a deal with the devil to get the donut? Does they need it? Woo! Correct. Yada, 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 yeah. And then he ends up eating it. Hence, he goes on trial. Ruly, how does he get out of it? How does he get out of going to hell and giving his soul? To um, if I recall, it's on a technicality because he gave his soul to March. Oh my God! He's so good at that. I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> oh, I, only, I only remember the halloween episodes for whatever reason it is because so. they're fucking hilarious uh okay let's uh let's go over the score here uh we're on number five really already has six points and zach you know you're not negative zach you're only at zero so attaboy, attaboy. i'm Stay trying positive. my best <laughs> <laughs> uh okay moving on number four Get suits. Look at the bus. I was right, I tell you. I was right. Right or wrong, your behavior was still disruptive, young man. Perhaps spending the remainder of your life in a madhouse will teach you some manners. <laughs> at least now I can get some rest. I'll be home, Any guesses? I'm giving Zach a no, just okay, stop. So... stop giving me chances. Wait, can I give him a clue? Can I give him a clue? <laughs> you you can try. If only if it's Twilight Zone episode. All right, Zach. This was originally a That's Twilight Zone episode. That is good. That's a good clue. Yes. Starring a certain actor. Oh, God. It was Sulu, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> it was the Shatner, man. Mm, Shatner was in the... I had no idea yeah, Shatner, Shatner was in The Simpsons. Famous... No, no, it, well, I mean, he's been in The Simpsons a couple times, but he was talking about the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, sure. it's Terror at, like, 50,000 <laughs> feet or something, 50, 000, yeah. whatever number of feet yeah. it is. And something which, which on is, the wings. That's the one. Yeah. Which is so funny, because if you watch that episode, like, things that scare people over time and over cultures just boggles my mind. So when you see that episode, and you see that the gremlin in that episode is just this man in this puffy monkey suit... Honestly, I cracked up so much the first time I saw that because it was hyped up of being like this gremlin thing, and I'm like, "That's a dude in a monkey suit. Like, this is what, what's going on." So yeah, that's the episode it's parodying, except it's on the bus with the uh, the Ned Flanders gremlin thing. Fantastic! Oh, uh, so fucking good. All right, moving on. Number three. Uh, again, this is just a hilarious clip. It's not something that I parody in my head as often, but this clip is just so goddamn funny to me. Um, and this is another one of my favorite bits, although not as good as the, the previous two. So number three. No! I mean, hey. Good morning, Father dear. Hope you're well. Are we taking the new Lexus to Aunt Patty and Selma's funeral today? Hmm, fabulous house, well-behaved kids, sisters-in-law dead, luxury sedan. Woohoo! I hit the <laughs> jackpot! Marge, dear, would you kindly pass me a donut? Donut? What's a donut? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> <It's raining> again. 
<laughs> I do and it's raining donuts. It's raining donuts. Oh, okay, Zach. <sighs> come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Anything. anything I have... Give me anything. I mean, I remember that scene. Um, Describe the episode. Describe the segment. I vaguely recall he was doing something about uh, time travel and he was butterfly affecting his way into a better future, but yeah, that's I true, don't even true. know if that's right. Um, yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was he was changing, but I do remember that part. <laughs> really describe. Uh, no, honestly, I'm I'm merging two episodes. I'm getting the fly one confused this one, and then yes, the one where he ends up in the in the real world because it's in portals, portals everywhere. So, <laughs> is is this the one where it ends with him in the real world? Uh, no, no, that, that's it. it another, it's another one. one. So this one there's... is he tries to repair a toaster, and it turns into a time machine. So he keeps going back, and the first time he's he accidentally steps on a bug, then he sneezes and kills all the dinosaurs, and so then finally he's like. Don't touch anything. I'll kill everything. And he takes a bat and just starts breaking like everything. <laughs> um, and so in the end, the gag is that he ends up in a world that is almost exactly the same as his, but everyone has like lizard tongues. And he's like, eh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, classic. Fucking classic. All right. Moving on to number two. And I think this is number two just because it's a parody of something so classic. So let's see if you guys can figure this out. I've been given rifles, but no ammunition. Television! Teacher! Mother! Secret lover. Urge to kill. <laughs> Fading. Fading. Yes. Fading. The Shining. Rising! Correct! <laughs> Fading. God. <sighs> Come. Fa okay, that's the bit. Yep, it is the uh. Shining parody. Uh... I think the sh I think the parody is good, but I think it's just famous because of the movie, frankly. But yeah, that ending is so good. Yeah, the one where it's uh, all all work and no beer or something. Yes, yeah, all work and no beer makes uh, Homer a dull boy. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. There's also I think there's another clip in this. It's now nah, not in this video. I don't have the other clips. But yeah, The Shining, uh, Treehouse of Horror Five from 1994. They didn't even uh, are they well they called it the Shining because Willie calls it the Shining. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, here's, okay, here's a funny clip. Here we go. Mo, uh, look, some of the ghouls and I are a little concerned the project isn't moving forward. Damn murder now. Eating. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, and here's the door scene. We're just going to listen to the fucking thing. Here's Johnny! Don't! David Letterman! Hi, David! I'm Grandpa! <laughs> I'm, I'm Morley Safer, and I'm Ed Bradley. All this in Andy Rooney tonight on 60 Minutes. <laughs> okay. All right, gentlemen, moving on. To, Zach, are you, at, are you at two points? Holy shit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, so this is going to have to be, really, what are you at? Six, and he's at three. So this is going to have to be no triple idea. or nothing, baby. Triple or nothing. <laughs> All right. This, uh... Is an absolute classic. They got a famous actor to guest star. See if you can figure out who it is. Ready? Number yeah. one. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me. Filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. 
so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, Tis a visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. Bless it is, and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. <laughs> this better be good. Darkness there, and nothing more. Huh? You know what would have been scarier than nothing? What? Anything! Anything. Back into the chamber. I just saw that one, too. That's <laughs> 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 well, season one. That that is that is uh, or at least it's the first. It's not season one, but it's the first Treehouse. Of yeah, the first. Yeah, season two. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, the, I'm, I yeah. hate to admit it. Oh, do you know who this is, Zach? Oh, it's it's the Edgar Allan Poe, the Raven. Yes. Who's the voice actor? Uh, no idea. What? But did you guys see uh, the fall of the house? <laughs> the fall of the House of Usher. No, I, I did want not. to. It's on my. It's real list. good. It's All right. real good. Zach, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a hint as who the voice actor is. Okay, ready? <laughs> it's not it's not almost what's, what's his name edward what's james name? almost Come no on. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because i feel like zach no. is going with that same journey that i did it's like because you're, you're stuck on the earth you're stuck on the jones aren't you it's jones something yeah uh, yeah jones, it's uh Earl, Earl fucking jones. james Earl, james Earl jones, jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tie. That gets three points. It's it's a dude with three names. I knew it. I knew that much. <laughs> I was so stuck on that too. I'm like, it's like what, what? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and that that uh, just I don't know how they got James Earl Jones to to fucking narrate the Raven, but it is truly fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I would I, just I... genuinely recommend that to to anyone, regardless of the fact that it's a Simpsons. Parody. Well, it was funny because it, it's. Because they go through that same, also, it's the same journey that I do, where just like, Bart's like, well, that's not funny. And he says, well, it was scary back then. <laughs> but yeah. I will say, the, big, the biggest laugh that I got was the um, the first Hark the Raven, and then Bart interrupts with, eat my shorts. That that had me laughing pretty much. And then Hold on, I think, I think I have that clip. Let's see here. Mean of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. <laughs> Don't I crest be shorn and shaven, thou? I said. A journal craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me, tell me what thy lordly name is on the nice plutonian shore. Quoth the raven. Eat my shorts. Bart, stop it. He said nevermore, and that's all he'll ever say. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Really, thank you so much for the topic. Uh, because you chose the topic, we're going to let you tell us who the sponsor is tonight. After these messages, we'll be right back. So uh, I'll, be, I'll be a corporate chill and throw in some trivia. Um, today's sponsor is Disney Plus because that's the only way I could have seen these episodes. And uh, Disney Plus has some great features like... Um, I don't even know what they call it. Sets, I mean, whatever. It's all all the uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes were a nice, beautiful playlist. And um, again, I was kind of trip out with the whole the fact that they were purchased by Disney because one of the tombstones, I, I might have been like this first or second one, literally says Walt Disney on it. You know, as you know, you pass by the <laughs> grave of Walt Disney, pass the things, and they've did, always had those jokes. Censor, so I, did they censor some of that when they uploaded it to Disney? I'm not actually sure. No, I mean, I, I saw it on Disney Plus, so it was not oh, censored shit. as far as I know. Oh, so Disney Plus, where they don't censor it, but they will crop it so you don't get the jokes. 
Disney Plus. I could have sworn that it was on Hulu too. Oh wait, is Hulu owned by Disney? It yes. is. So it's no longer. If it was on Hulu, yeah. it no longer is. Because yeah. they bought Fox and they bought everything. Oh. Yeah, everything right, right, right. mother. Um, yeah. The, the thing though that they don't have on Disney Plus is they don't have the commentary tracks. So I actually do have because I'm old, dear listener. I have the first ten seasons of The Simpsons on DVD because I picked them up when they were like ten bucks each or something. And um, the commentary tracks are fucking amazing. But I will shill for the podcast Talking Simpsons. They are by far, like, probably the definitive source of all Simpsons data. Those guys that, um, oh, Henry and, oh, I can't remember the other guy's name. But they literally read every book. They wa- listen to every commentary. They actually get their hands on the original scripts and read the notes in the margins of the scripts just to tell you what jokes were cut. They're... They're insane. So if you're interested in Simpsons at all, uh, Talking Simpsons, the podcast, it's fucking crazy. Um, so I, I do have some questions um, and comments. I was kind of surprised what made the cut and what didn't, so I would be interested in what what GPT thinks of. Um, the Fly one was a good one, which is why I was thinking of that one. Um, the, the episode, again, the ones I'm merging them all together, the one where Homer ends up in the real world... Um, not only because it was a good one, but also like, didn't that throw like the math world into a tizzy because they thought it like solved like was like Fermium's last theory of something, some formula flying around in the background. You remember oh, that? Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, because yeah, that uh, that was like the 3D episode, and then he just happens yeah. to end up in the real world in the end and walks into the store. Ooh, erotic cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But it is kind of funny, like like all things Simpsons. I have a block for like the last five years. Um. I want to say that they had like an Attack on Titan episode. I know they did a couple of Harry Potter segment type things, but like I can't remember everything recent. Like all I remember is the old stuff where just like whatever um, the the janitor was basically the uh, Freddy Krueger character in one of them. Oh, that was another great one. Yeah, uh, he's yeah he's Freddy Krueger and he's goes into their dreams. <laughs> I love the so part was- where he dies. He walks into the PTA meeting on fire. I'm like <laughs> Willie, Mister Van Houten has the floor. Uh, I, for one, would like to see the lunch menus in advance. I don't like Millhouse having two spaghetti meals in one day. <laughs> uh, um, I can just sit here and fucking Zach, Simpsons guys. Zach, Tom, are there any honorable mentions that probably should have been on the top ten? Oh, shit, dude. You just said some really fucking good ones. Zach, buy me a second. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you keep going to the well, but the well's been dry. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I apparently really need to go back and rewatch all the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes, and now I know, thanks to our sponsor, that they're all in a handy <laughs> playlist on Disney Plus. Uh, uh, so yeah, that that might need to happen. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, shit, really, I'm having a hard time thinking because this this did have so many that I had on my VHS tapes that I you know rewatched oh, the, uh, the ground. The Mr. Burns Dracula one. That one was a good one. That's actually, oh, you bastard, you just stole the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that one's really <laughs> fucking funny. And at the end, uh, they're all doing the parody of, like, I'm the head vampire. <laughs> um, oh, God, so many good ones. Again, it's just this, we've talked about so many. Uh, most of my favorites were in this list. Again, the Krusty yeah. Doll, uh, the Clown Without Pity, and Dial Z for Zombie are just fucking hilarious. So. I, I can't quote, but the only quote I remember is, see, you got the, the switch here, it's not evil. It has to be good. Somebody set this thing to evil. I love you, Homer. Oh, come here, you. <laughs> Fast forwards a couple of weeks. Well, I walked the, I walked the dog. Uh, he tried to bury me a couple of times. Yeah, dogs do that to old junk. 
Uh, uh, okay. Good times. You guys want to get to the news? What? News it up. Yeah. Good news, everyone. Great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh-oh. I don't like the sound of that. You all? All right, gentlemen. I uh, packed this stupid thing full of news. Let me open that up. Slack does not like being minimized. It does, it's not easy to navigate when it's not full fucking screen. All right, because I'm going to scroll upwards. Let's start at the bottom here. Cyberpunk 2077's new patch buffs Keanu Reeves' gun and screws over homeless people. Uh, Zach, do you know what this is about? Uh, what? <laughs> so The, patch the two... lead is sufficiently buried. <laughs> uh, I, I, the, it was a great trolley headline. Um, so is it is 2.2? 2.02? I forget what the patch number is. So... Obviously, they buffed Keanu Reeves' gun. They, like, lowered the cooldown time and increased the accuracy or something. Uh, but then yeah. I guess there was a mechanic where if you donated money to homeless people that, like, anyone on the street, that it would lower your, like, police meter And they took that out. So now there's no incentive <laughs> to give money to the, to the poorer homeless people. I honestly had no idea that that was a thing that happened. I always just gave them a buck because it's a nice thing to do. Is that this generation's trolley test, like the the, the shopping cart <laughs> test? If you're a good person, you give money to the virtual homeless people, even if it gives you nothing. <laughs> Nobody's uh, gonna punish gonna you for Patreon, not doing it. Okay, sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I had nothing else. I just thought that title was fucking hilarious. Moving no, on. That is good. Over 10 years after it was announced, Star Citizen's single-player Squadron 42 is, quote, feature complete, end quote. It's in the polish phase now, guys. Yeah, and... For uh, another 10 years? Exactly. Fucking Loading Ready Run Roberts. was making fun of this by comparing it to other games that went into the polish phase. And they're like, well, by that uh, number, they'll probably be around when the PlayStation 6 launches. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I just, I do not fucking know. Yeah. I was rooting for Star Citizen. I like, well, I liked Freelancer. Um, but Jesus Christ, putting Chris Roberts in charge of shit was <laughs> everybody's mistake. No uh, doubt. No doubt. Like, cool guy. You guys, Tom, I know you probably haven't. Um, Raul, did you maybe see uh, Mythic Quest? I have um, that's really some bells, but remind me it's, which one that is. It's um, one of the guys from Always Sunny uh, is a uh, he's he's the director of a game studio, mm -hmm. right? So he's Chris Roberts. He's Tom, uh, what's his name? Not Hardy, Tom, not Holland. Uh, fucking, oh god, the not guy the behind Holland. the Elder Scrolls, um. Anyway, he's 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 the he's the the creative lead for this for this video game studio, and it plays out like uh, the video game version of Silicon Valley. <laughs> it's a very funny show. I could imagine it being a little bit traumatic if maybe you've been in that world for a little too long. <laughs> hint, hint, Tom, Tom. Yeah, right. Uh, but it is it is very very funny. Anyway, his character that that lead character is the kind of just absolute insufferable design dude that you can imagine. And that's who I picture as Chris Roberts. 
maybe <laughs> maybe with a little better diet, but that's a low blow. I mean, so. at least look, I I have no idea. I've never met the man. I don't even know anyone who's worked with him. But at least supposedly Chris Roberts is a nice guy. So. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Is that people like people like Chris (laughs) Roberts. He's a likable dude. Um, the problem is that because people like Chris Roberts, they give him a lot of rope. (laughs) And a lot of people have realized how many nooses they're making. Uh (laughs) and bailed. So like the turnover at that studio that's doing Star Citizen, the name of it is escaping me now. Uh oh yeah, Roberts. Cloud Imperium Games and Robert Space Industries. Um, anyway, yeah, it's it's astronomical. Like they're churning through game developers like butter. Well, they've been around for um, like how, how many years? Ten years? How long have they been doing this? I mean, at least ten. It's probably closer to fifteen at this point. Let's yeah. see. Stars. Well, the article is over ten years. Yeah, yeah. Announced. And one uh, of my let's friends. See, announcement date. One of my. Oh, it was announced in twenty twelve. That... This is what a uh, $600 million video game looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it did a it did a Kickstarter campaign yeah. in 2012. Um oof. They did some other crowdfunding thing before that and they've been like self-crowdfunded for a decade. Like it's nuts. Look, uh, people keep giving him money, but he keeps wanting to like Scope apparently scope part of the creep. issue is that he just yeah it's scope creep he keeps <laughs> seeing this stuff and he's like super cool and he proposes things that everybody gets on board with and then throws it all away kind of sort of on a whim look uh, here's, here's the deal man i you know everyone hopes this game comes out and is great and that's amazing i'm gonna throw something out there even if this game is amazing and again i hope that it is i'm a fucking space fan i can't do flight sims that well but i think it's cool as fuck even if it is successful, I think this is going to show, like, yep, AAA game development is not sustainable at this scale. <laughs> like, 10 years to build a thing. Like, that's just fucking insane. And again, I hope it's well, amazing. Yeah, and I mean, even the timeline, 10 years isn't that unreasonable for Fuck a game. you. It's Yeah, I know, AAA game not. dev takes 6 to 7 years to make certain projects. I know. I know. Yeah, me, it, I know. It's, it's not that bad. I mean, yeah, sure, it's double a lot of the timelines of many other games, but only double. And that's giving it a lot of credit, I know. The problem is that they keep doing it all in the light of day. And from their initial offering, like that first Kickstarter, they were like, we're going to have this ready in two to three years. And there were three times past that. So it's less about the timeline than it is about well, over-promising and way under-delivering. To be fair, that is an average software development timeline. <laughs> 3x the estimate yeah totally <laughs> totally no i mean <laughs> all all the complaints that i can love you about it it's like I, I i think i think i i bought into one of their kickstarter phases so i have some backer reward probably sitting around somewhere i've I never really shocked if you didn't <laughs> yeah well like I, I i played one of the alpha builds at one point just to like see what was going on um and then set it down and said okay cool if and when this ever comes out it will have my full attention and i won't be burnt out on it and i'm sticking by that strategy more and more as time goes on <laughs> because it's just it's not that it bothers me that it's taking forever it's just that of course it is i'm not surprised and i'm not exactly disappointed <laughs> i don't know what i am it's a sort of weird ennui. <laughs> uh, really anything to add no 
Moving on. All right, gentlemen. We have two release dates that have been announced. Are you ready for this? The sequel to the highest rated film of all time has a release date. Can anyone guess what this film is? Highest is rated film ever. Is it Paddington? Goddamn right, it's Paddington. Whee! Paddington in Peru gets a theatrical release date. And uh, gentlemen, I have bad news. It's it's going across the pond first. November 8th, 2024 in UK cinemas. And it won't be until January 17th, 2025 that it comes here to the States. Let's oh, no. Well, Ruli, have you seen Paddington? Have your kids seen Paddington? Uh, I've seen the first one a couple of times. I haven't seen the second one in completion. It's one of those ones where like my girls were watching it for like two weeks straight and i just like i've seen it all in bits and pieces <laughs> why do it's, you it's hate good, great though. cinema i don't i i don't hate it it's just because <laughs> someone has to do laundry and dishes and help <laughs> feed these children and i can't sit down for more than 10 minutes oh. so. <laughs> fair enough thank you for sitting down with us one hour a week <laughs> oh. all right zach this next announcement date is for you amazon's fallout tv show finally has a release date Hooray! Do, do you have know have they give any clue it's, on the plot of this one at all? It's oh. spring uh, next year, which is a little bit surprising. Like, April 12th. I figured that they would... Yeah, no, I figured that with the writer's strike and everything, that, that would get pushed out another year, but like... I think it was already Yay, I guess. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, uh, I, I guess think so, but sense. I'm not sure. So, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I have... I, I, I'm grateful that i've only ever heard of this so i know nothing about it i'm gonna go in completely fresh and see what they've done to my boy <laughs> but uh <laughs> it um i don't know I, i'm hoping that they keep the humor and you know really really put that in the forefront uh because the whole thing is ridiculous <laughs> like yeah it's dark and you use humor to cope with that so as long as that theme stays on point, I think it'll be fun. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. It'll probably just be like one of those shows that gets milled out and doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't I, think anyone knows anything about the show. I think they kept under wraps. Sorry, really. Go ahead. And it, no, I, I do worry that this could suffer from the typical grim dark since it is post-apocalyptic. Like yeah. it just seems very easy to go down that path. Um but apparently there was some very short teaser, but probably didn't really reveal that much. Other Todd than Howard. the tropes of there. God damn it. That's the dude I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Seriously? All right. Well, we will find out when it launches April 12th, 2024. All right. Uh, two more news headlines. So one. So, okay. Look, guys, uh, we all know my love for Nintendo. I'm a fanboy. Nothing new. Uh, no revelations there. Uh, we also, I don't know if you guys know this. I, I have this thing about if, if someone makes a statement and you can say the opposite of that statement and it's, it's like equally useless, then that, that statement has no meaning, right? Like if you make the opposite statement, it's, it's so like, you know, uh, when, when people put in like their dating profiles, I like to laugh. It's like, who on this planet would say, I hate laughter. Hey, there are good people that like mysterious, <laughs> serious face only. No jokes around here. Resting, not laughy face. <laughs> so, okay, here is a, there's a headline here that uh, Doug Bowser, still love that name, of Nintendo America said that, quote, Nintendo accounts will ease the transition to the next console. Wait, oh, 
What are you going to say? Your, your account is going to make it really hard to transfer okay, to that no, that's, console. No, that's easy to understand. That's super easy to understand, Tom. Tom, they already have like a prototype. The prototype had you putting in a 20-digit friend code in order to make sure you keep your account, and you had to enter that all in manually by hand through the thingy. Even though it has a touchscreen, you got to use the D-pad. Oh, yeah. So they've improved it where it's now a 10-digit friend code, and you can actually use the touchscreen. So it's been eased. Technically, so it has been eased. I'll be able to type on my touchpad. Hooray! I mean, like, for as much as we love Nintendo, they do the games well. Everything else is horrible, right? It's just like the fact that I even say friend codes, like it's stuff like that, where like out of the, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, all those, like they have the worst online experience. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, um, I, but in, in truth, though, I think, you know, you said everything else is horrible. I, I disagree. And I'm a fanboy. I disagree. I think that everything is wonderful, except their online services have always been pretty much trash. Mm -hmm. Um they're finally being nice about giving access to like old games via you know their proprietary emulation, which is still a mediocre offering at best. But it's not trash; it's just minimal. But their yeah, their online services are fucking awful. But their hardware is great. Their games are great. I think their pricing is generally super fair and non predatory. I I love the big end man. It's fucking awesome. Do you think no you'll be able to play the games you own digitally on the new console? Actually, I, I don't think this, I don't, so, like, look, I really hope the Switch 2 is backwards compatible, because if it's not, I am genuinely going to be pissed off, but I think that when I read this, I don't know that it means all the games are going to go forward, but I do, in, I do imply that it means, like, hey, if you bought, um, I bought, if you have, like, the virtual consoles and everything else, they'll, they'll still work, maybe some of the indie games will work, but I, I can't guarantee that, like, all the old Nintendo games are going to work. I, I hope they do. I really fucking do, but I don't quite read that. Uh, from this so we'll see oh jesus christ no i just had a revelation oh jesus no no <laughs> do you think this means that anything you bought digitally will transfer forward but if you have the physical cartridge it won't be compatible with the new hardware no surely not if so i am so fucked no no i i, I mean there's a reason why I haven't purchased Bayonetta 2 because I purchased a version for Wii U and can't play it on the what's it called Switch. So yes, that that is going to happen. Switch. That that is that is a guarantee. Oh, fucking sucks. Uh, I don't know. Like they have been much nicer about hardware compatibility for their more popular consoles, or at least handhelds. Like you remember when the what was it the the GB uh, whatever came after the Game Boy Advance right DS yeah was it the DS that had DS. two slots functionally and it <laughs> yes, could play it the, the, the hardware slot. it had the GBA <laughs> hardware slots. slot so oh, like I it's as popular as the Switch has been it's easier for me to imagine that the next generation of their hardware if they decide to go with a different cartridge format if they decide to go with cartridges at all uh that they'll keep a port around for the original switch cartridges and maybe it'll be the same slot who knows but like Gotta maintaining that level of compatibility for the switch seems much more reasonable than doing it for the wii u <laughs> i i would think that they might take a more software approach um game pass has like been pretty phenomenal and i, I yeah everyone for my understanding everyone loves it it's like the best bang for your buck and in, in terms of you know game purchases and everything 
I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe go that direction because I wouldn't say they have it today with like their online whatever their online things called because like with Nintendo's though it's only like older first party games right there is yeah. no third party game or anything like that so like I think given the direction because I think Sony's starting something similar or remote player like they have a whole bunch of stuff in the works too right so I think in order to stay competitive and to keep the hardware forward focused some type of like hey you're paying 10 bucks a month but you can play rabbit's revenge or something or you know, <laughs> random game on, on your switch and so really what you just said was very thought out or very well thought out and reasonable and makes a yeah, lot it's of not sense it's not gonna happen exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i uh no i can't imagine a world where nintendo does a game pass which if anyone should it's them because it's like play on our hardware give us this money a month and you get all the nintendo games and be like shut up and take my yeah, money no what's what's gonna happen is gonna be like they're going to come out with a new new version of the Switch, Switch, Switch Plus, uh, or the new Switch, and you can have a dongle that you can connect to your old Switch, and that dongle will let you stream your game from the Switch to your new Switch. There you go. <laughs> oh, it'll cost 50 bucks, and every one of your friends will have to have it to transfer all your games together. It'll be great. <laughs> okay, here's what the reveal of the Nintendo Switch 2 is going to sound like. Ready? <laughs> all right uh last headline and i don't i don't want to get too political but i did i did want to bring this up um apple has reportedly canceled john stewart's the problem over him wanting to talk about things like ai um because apparently we all know their tech company apple's invested in ai but uh yeah john stewart is uh going back off the air now i don't know if you guys watched any of the clips of the problem i just watched the stuff they released publicly on um youtube and I, I don't think it was anywhere near as good as the uh, the old days on The Daily Show. But I just think it's interesting. Like, they clearly paid him a lot of money to come out there. And, uh, you know, a really harsh, quick cancellation right at the start of the season. Um, boy, did he sour them. I, I don't know. What do you guys make of this? I was floored when I saw that. Why, just why because, what floored you about it? Oh, just because, like, one, I'm sure they were throwing money at him. But two... Kind of the, if you're not on the side of John Stewart for something, that usually means you're the bad guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was very surprised that they were like, we're fine being the bad guy. I was like, wow, that that's it's a very interesting. It's it's a it's a very niche dynamic that I think very like help a small slice niche of people will pick up on. But like, yeah. that seemed like a really really big Is PR that... mistake. So look, I I want to agree with you. Is that rose-tinted glasses because i mean like you know when we all were in college john stewart was the good guy going after you know politics and the establishment picking on both sides it was practically like a a, a ritual it was like freaking church all of us like we would yell in our, our freshman dorm room you know daily show's coming on get the fuck out of here and we'd all sit on the couch and watch together practically every day um is it is it rose-tinted glasses to say like if you're against john stewart you're part of the um... problem hello ironically well-named show I think it's more of recognizing the pattern. He's right a lot. I mean, I do often agree with them, and I've loved his philanthropy efforts even since he's been off the air. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, and, and but even even if he's not, again, this I'll try to frame this in a way that isn't going too off the cusp, but like in a world where in a world there's lots of people claiming that they are censored or or their speech has been tethered or you know 
put in a box or whatever. It's really interesting that they would make someone like Jon Stewart also able to kind of a pariah in its own sort, the martyr yeah. type thing. Um, you know, obviously logic's not going to work and be like, oh, look, these people want to censor Jon Stewart too, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it's, I don't see anything positive happening from it. Like, I think it would have been yeah. easier to just be like, hey, like, he's saying some dumb stuff. We don't agree with it. But like, as Apple, like, we want to be a platform for everything, right? It, it does kind of start s- sliding Apple in the sense of like, what content is only available on their platform. Yeah, no, I like the way you put that. Yeah, you know, they could have, well, okay, we're not going into Netflix. Okay, too too close to <laughs> politics. Too close. Let's dodge. Let's get out of here. Gentlemen, you ready to wrap up with the trailer? Let's do it. E. Soon to a cinema near you. In a land that... No, in a land... In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep, yep, yep. Are you going to share visuals? And- I am. So I just stopped sharing audio. And now we're going to share Libra Wolf. All right. Can you see my screen? Yep. Yep. All right, gentlemen... It's Halloween. I didn't even know this existed. I saw it and was like, I don't know what it is. I don't care. This is so stupid. We have to watch it. Ruli, what are we watching? Zombie Town, official trailer, 2023. Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. Your lack of punctuation disturbs me. Mm. <laughs> I don't see any punctuation there. What are you talking about? Have you guys heard of this at all? You even know this existed? No. no. Yeah, sounds ridiculous. Okay, but in the spirit of Halloween... Let's count them. Oh, we don't need to count them down anymore. I can just click play. What a crazy world we live in. What is this technology bullshit? All right. Three, two, hey, one. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. No, wait. Um, what? Why? You should, you should sign in because we're going to get ads now. Thanks, Tom. I'm not going to get ads. I have a, I have a pie hole, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, play. Carver has his first new zombie movie coming out in over 30 years. So, no one knows anything about it, except it'll premiere here, exclusively in Carverville, Halloween night. Is Carverville a reference to something? Maybe? No idea. Do cutting things? No. Start the movie! They're drinking Coca-Cola products? What is this? Why does everything have a light that shoots into the sky? It turns the actors into the living dead. It's the power to suck the souls out of everyone in its vicinity. We can stop them from spreading. Mesmerian had all the knowledge. If he were here, he'd know what to do. Your films must be burned. You have to destroy them. God, Chevy Chase, man. Stop the projector. That's the last film. Is Chevy Chase funny? I question if he was ever funny. I don't know. There's no way. Grab something and hit him on the head. I won't do it. Ruli, how does this compare to uh, Shaun of the Dead? How's it doing? The volume is super loud and I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, sorry. See, why didn't you tell me that? Well, okay, I don't want to change it now. I'll have to rebalance it later. I guess, I guess we just won't talk. It'll be fine. God damn it. Can you drive? Have you seen my kid? 
need. You should have been home an hour ago. Your mom's gonna be very upset with you. R.L. Stein. Which, right? Oh, it's not a costume. Did you realize this was an R.L. Stein flick? One month detention. Mrs. Boneyard, please. <laughs> Mrs. Boneyard. Uh, an R.L. Stein flick. I can't get over it. Really, what are your thoughts? You're the horror it, guy. It looks, You're supposed to like horror things. It looks safe enough for my children to show to them. Oh, okay. And I will have it play in the background and not care. Fuck it. Zach, what are your thoughts on Zombie Town official trailer bracket 2023 bracket Dan Aykroyd comma Chevy Chase? I mean, it looks funny. It looks like Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase are effectively like just cameos. So, yeah. Like, it's very funny they're using their voice. I'm names. not even sure. Like, I think I saw Dan Aykroyd. I'm not sure that I saw Chevy Chase in that. Uh, he Did was I... in it for like two clips. Like he's the friend who okay. tells him to burn, burn the film reels or some shit. Okay. Cool. Which is bad advice because I saw a lot of zombies at the end of that trailer. Right. All right. Hang on, I got something else here. Okay. Dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any and all views expressed on the podcast representatives solely of the person expressing them, neither friends, family, co-hosts, or co-workers, and certainly neither employers, past, present, or future. Thank you for joining us, and thanks again for respecting our individuality. Gentlemen, I have a, I have a thing to go out on, because, of course, we did The Simpsons. How could I not? How could I not go out on this? But before we get there, gentlemen, we'll be back next week. Uh, Yeah, probably. Oh, I, a, a I don't know. Face. I don't know. W- Wednesday's be, Halloween, right? Huh? Wednesday's, Wednesday's Halloween or Tuesday's Halloween? I think I Tuesday's know. Halloween, so Thursday's. Okay, Halloween? we're going to get a big fat I, I should, Yeah, I should probably be okay. All right. Well, we're going out on uh, one of the greatest endings of a Simpsons episode of all time right here. Hey, hey! Bill and Marty here wrapping up a beautiful present. This was day. not a Halloween episode. It was not. <laughs> Which is also making reason. it No one? No one the Monster Bash? Yeah, Monster Bash. I, I'm just being entranced by the Italian subtitles. <laughs> this is, dear listeners, this is why I don't show them the video. I fought something. I pressed the piede. I fought the mash. I fought the Monster Bash. <laughs> Uh, and until next time, dear listener, QQ. QQ. I just got bored. Everybody out.